Welcome to Staying On Point with Joey, where we speak on topics that affect our spiritual growth while using biblical verses and resources to help us stay on point. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It is July 29, 2020, and woo, it is halfway through the year, and it has been a crazy year. I haven't seen one of these in a long time. I've been, and I remember 93 being a big, impactful year. I remember 2001 being a big year. I remember 2008 being an impactful year with the whole mortgage rates and the economy and so on and so forth. I remember uh, 2012 being a big one, 2016 with the presidency and so on and so forth. But this right here, I actually believe up to this point, it takes the cake. Now, I really don't know about you, but I know for well, biblically speaking, it will only get worse. Why do I say that? Because it's in the Bible. It's not because I say it. Let me give you a perfect example. In Matthew 24, 12, in the New International Version, it says, because of this increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And, and and it's the truth. If you look at everything that's going on nowadays, a lot of it has to do with hate. I'm gonna just be real. I'm gonna just be real honest with you. It has to do with hate. It has to do with anger. And I think they coincide with one another. To be honest with you, I truly believe that you could be angry at someone or something for so long that you eventually give birth to hate. So. Before that anger uh, becomes hate and, 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 and hate overwhelms somebody's life for something or someone, there's always a source. There's always a, a source of where that anger comes from. So instead of attacking to try to overcome the hate, which in reality, love will do it too. Love conquers fear and love conquers hate. Um, it, the, the, part, the whole point of this situation is that a lot of people need to dig deep inside themselves and figure out where this, this tenacity comes from, this anger, this frustration, this hate, um, this bitterness. And it comes from something. It comes from something that they did, something that they were taught, something that they saw, something that they experienced. It doesn't matter how you look at it. Everyone, including myself, are where we are at in our characters, in our attitudes, in our mentalities because of our experiences, because of our past. And so when you look at everything that's going on nowadays, it is really, really, really tough to see and to accept. But I have to understand, and I've been trying to understand more and more, that even though I hate the the things that people do, and even though I don't understand why they do it in the first place, I have to understand that they have reason enough to do it. Let me let me give you an example. I can't really understand why people would hate others of color. But what I have to do or what I'm trying to do myself is trying to understand, even though I don't like their reasons to, for doing so, I have to understand that it's reason enough. They have reason enough to do so. And so in this world, as crazy as it is right now, a lot of the situations is because of our own doing. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot, it could be that a lot of the situations that we're going through as a community, as a church, as a, as a, as an athlete, as a, as a teacher, as a mayor, whatever the case may be, I truly believe that somehow in some way it is based upon the decisions that we have made in our position that we're in now, or decisions that we have made leading up to where we are at right now. 
And so we can easily be tangled up, okay, into everything that we see and everything that's going on in this world nowadays, okay? Um, so I truly believe if we're not careful, okay, what's going to end up happening is that while the world is going crazy, we are going to lose ourselves as well. And so if you really think about it, if you really get to this point, all right, and I want you to understand, if you lose yourself, it is because of the simple fact that you took out too much time to be able to allow the world to change you, to mold you into what you want, okay, and what and what it wants. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. But at the end of the day, there is a way out. And I don't want to sound like a slogan. I don't want to sound like an ad. But there is a way out. I mean, uh, if you look at it from, from a, a biblical point of view, uh, right? 2 Corinthians 5.17 states that, therefore, anyone who comes to Christ is a new creation. The old has passed and the new has come. So right off the bat, you have a choice. You and I have a choice. I made the choice to follow Christ. And it could be that you're about to make the choice. It could be that you've already made the choice. It could be that you'll never make the choice because it doesn't matter if you're an atheist. It doesn't matter if you're Buddhist. It doesn't matter if you, it doesn't matter where you come from. What I'm trying to say is that you have your reasons of serving. Christ or looking for God or trying to be a disciple of Christ to have eternal life to enjoy the relationship that you are with God or you don't that's what it comes down to and as a Christian as I look at what's going on in this world nowadays I'm gonna be real honest with you it does look like the devil is winning it looks like um, the world is getting away with whatever it wants but I have faith I am confident I am persuaded like Paul has stated that God is still in control and, and, and I'm going to explain to you why I feel this way. It has a little bit more to do with faith. Because if you have faith, it's great. But I feel that it is a step into the right direction. Let me explain myself. So when you have faith that you're going to do something or faith that something is going to happen, it does not mean that it's going to happen. It does not mean that that um, it's definitely going to happen. It, it, it could be that it, it, it might, might happen. The whole point of it is for you to have faith that something is going to happen or that you're about to do something, that's just basically the first step. Now, what you have to do is you have to put that faith with action. The Bible also states that faith without works is dead. So in other words... Okay, if you have a relationship with Christ, you want to have a relationship with Christ or you're trying to have a relationship with Christ, believing that there is a God, okay, is the first step into a new life. But it is not enough for you to do so because believing that there is a God won't save you. Living for accepting and repenting of your sins will give you the eternal life. You see what I'm saying? So I am in this situation where I have been going through ups and downs, just like anywhere, just like everything else and everyone else. I am a barber and I have been a, I have had the blessing of being an owner of a barbershop since 2008 on and off. Well, recently I unfortunately had to close down my barbershop for the last time and I'm not opening up again for like for a long time. And even if I open up at all, okay? And I'm not saying it to be a sob story, because I'm not the only small business that had to close down due to this virus. Now, somebody might ask and somebody actually asked a question to me, um, you know, how could 
uh, I continue to think about God or believe in God when he allows such things like this. And once again, I don't believe it's God. I believe that God is still in control in the midst of everything. Okay, but I do believe that is a decision that we have made or that we that we didn't make. Okay, uh, that led us to this situation. Okay, let me give you a perfect example. I'm a barber. I'm a Puerto Rican. I'm a Christian. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm an uncle. And I'm a cousin. Okay, so but my decisions to do something or not to do something has gave me the ripple effect. In my life from the inside out, kind of like when you put a, a, a little rock in a, in a lake or in a river, when you put it in and it hits the, the water, it the ripple effect starts from the inside out. It doesn't start from the outside in. So if everything that is around you is being affected, it's not because of the outside that, that is affecting you, that's rippling towards you. It's, it's only a reaction and an outcome of what's coming in, out inside of you. So instead of understanding and trying to put the blame on everybody else, it could be that the situation that you and I are going through is because of us, okay? And so when I went to the situation of the barbershop, I made a decision because it was a beautiful opportunity. I don't know the future, okay? And I I can't sit here and say, oh, well, I knew exactly what was going to happen. No, I did not know. What I do know and what I am confident in is knowing that wherever I go, whatever I do, if I put God uh, first, he will always put me on top. He will always get me out of a situation. You see what I'm saying? So if you look at it from this point of view, your relationship with God has a lot to do with not just faith. Okay, it has a lot to do with knowing who he is and, and, and also including knowing who you are. You see what I'm saying? And so, uh, like I stated, I'm a barber, I'm a father and I'm all these things. And I was a business owner. I realized who I was. Okay. And, but before I had my license to become a barber, I already knew what I was going to do. Okay. So I knew that I was going to have a license. I knew that I was going to be able to have a barbershop, but I had to make the first step and go to a barber school. I had to get my license first for me to be able to do that. That was my first step. You see what I'm saying? So when it comes to understanding your situation and the situations around us, okay, you have two options. You can either let it consume you from the inside out, or you can just basically work on your inside. So that way, whatever is on the outside trying to affect you, you'll be able to conquer it because you are steadfast on the inside. Okay. And what I, okay. So let's talk about some verses here. Okay. Uh, we were, we were looking at some, some situations where in reality, um, life in itself throws you curveballs. Okay. And when life throws you curveballs, okay. You focus on that, that curve, you focus on that situation. You focus on what's going on. You focus on, you know, what doesn't work, you know, what hasn't worked, what they said, what they didn't do, what they did. And there's a lot of situations, okay? There's a lot of situations that happen in your life that is easily uh, answered by pointing to another, another person or another situation. You understand what I'm saying? So I truly believe that we can always come out with excuses of understanding why things are happening and why things are going through, okay? And why we're being impacted by so many different things. And I'm going to be real honest with you. 
there's so much things. Let me let me give you some some before I get to the Bible verses. Let me give you some stories. It says here uh, Cuomo, which is the the governor of New York, adds new states, Puerto Rico to New York's quarantine travel list. So you even have to be uh, quarantined if you're coming from Puerto Rico. You have. Uh, Allegheny County in PA hits triple digits of new coronaviruses for seventh time. Um, another one, the Steelers Stefan Tuit won't kneel during anthem. Um, basically, uh, you know, it says here his 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 words are "screw anybody who has a problem with that." Um, and that that right there could 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 blow up in somebody else's face and and make things worse for everybody else just because of somebody's opinion. And remember, everybody has their right to an opinion. So when they state it, if it doesn't go good with the majority, it all of a sudden adds a ripple effect. But the only reason why that person is saying something like that is because they have a reason for them enough to say it in the first place. They may be tired of all this garbage. They may be tired of all the hate and all the 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 situations and and all the excuses that people have instead of standing up and doing things right they end up doing things for their benefit i would be ticked off too i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you all right you got the ellen degeneres show investigation you know people oh my gosh you know all kinds of stuff um and then you got the cases rising up right now. There's a, over 150,000 deaths in all of, of of the United States because of this COVID. When you look at these storylines, when you look at these um, uh, these informations and the and these stories that are coming in and that you see and that people are putting up on the media and social media and, and all, all over the place. Well, it's real easy for you to give up. It's real easy for somebody to say, you know what, I'm done with this situation. I am not going to keep doing this. I am actually getting to the point where I'm so upset. I'm just going to give up and so on and so forth. But I'm going to be real honest with you. It all depends and it all comes down on your identity, your identification. When you have, when you're a, a U.S. citizen, you have a social security card. That social security card basically is your ID. It is your identification. They put it on you or they give it to you to label you, to basically say, hey, listen, this is who you are. Wherever you go, we'll know who you are based upon this number. So it is an identification number for people to know who you truly are. And that is the social security card. Well, in, in this realm, in the spiritual realm, we have an identity card, which is called the Holy Spirit. The problem with this situation is that even though it is the truth and it says it in the Bible, many people do not believe it because it just doesn't make sense. I get it. No problem whatsoever. Okay. Now watch this. Look at our identity. First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Now, for those of you who are new to this channel, new to the walk, or you backslid and you're getting back in. A lot of people heard the story about Peter uh, walking across the waters to get to Jesus, okay, uh, in the Bible. Well, Peter, that Peter that walked across the waters and got to Jesus and, you know, lacked faith and Jesus had to help him up. He had a transformation after the ascension. The ascension is basically when Jesus went back up to heaven. He had a transformation because the Holy Spirit came upon him in Acts 1 and all the other disciples. So there was a transformation. So what we're talking about when we talked about 2 Corinthians 5.17, where I stated, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 
It's because of an experience. It's because people have had experiences that when they come to Christ, they are no longer the same person. So this Peter that walked across the waters, that denied Jesus three times, that lacked faith here and there, okay? Now all of a sudden, he realized who he was and he wanted to identify us. So that way we remember who we are. He said in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, he says, but you are, not me, not just everybody else, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Boom, shagalaka. Do you see what I'm saying? So just hearing that, okay, gives you the opportunity to understand, I am not just a regular person. I am a chosen, okay, person. I am out of a chosen race. I am a royal priesthood. I'm part of a holy nation. So in other words, when you look at it from that point of view, you get you get pumped up. It's almost like one of those uh, Braveheart uh, moments where <clears throat> the person's walking on a horse or riding on a horse and He's saying, come on, you know, this is for your family. This is for your freedom. You know, you get pumped up. You basically say, you know what? I'm going to give my life because I understand why I'm here. And a lot of people do not continue the right journey because they don't know why they're here. They give up because no matter how much they try, no matter how much they look, they haven't found the answers that they wanted. When in reality, the answer is right in front of them or I'm going to put it this way. Better yet, the answer is inside of them. You just have to give God the opportunity to do so. Okay? You are worth more than what people say you are. Okay? This podcast is meant to uplift you. This meant this this podcast is meant for somebody who's struggling with real life issues and needs a biblical principle to put it together and say, "You know what? If I use this verse, I know for all that I can overcome this. I may not overcome everything with this verse, but I'm going to overcome this situation." You see what I'm saying? So when you look at it from this point of view, you're, you're a people for his own possession and God, God is in control and that you may proclaim the excellencies of him that you would that in other words, that way you can open your mouth and say, no matter what happens, God is good. No matter what happens, God is real. No matter what ends up happening, God got me. You see what I'm saying? Of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In other words, you have to understand that when you are part of God and you and God is a part of you and in you, not only are you living, just living in the world, but at the same time, you are, you could be the light of the world, but you can't understand it. You can't realize it. You can't live it and you can't act it out if you don't know your identity. And it's real simple for us to forget our identity when all we see is negativity. I'm going to repeat it again. It's real difficult for us to accept our identity, our identity, when all we see is negativity. Okay. So the reason why the negativity is affecting us is because we're taking out more time to study that. We're taking out more time to read about that. We're taking out more time to listen to everybody else about that. When God is saying, listen, it don't matter what you're going through. Even Jesus himself said it when he says, listen, you're going to have tribulations in this, in this world, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's, that's somebody who knew who he was. Jesus knew he was. He wasn't out here. If you look at from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he wasn't out here trying to impress nobody. He wasn't out here trying to sugarcoat it for nobody. He wasn't trying to get uh, people just to go to church. 
He wasn't having just saying things just for uh, people to love him and follow him and the majority rules. No, he was saying the truth. Why? Because he had an experience. He had the opportunity to have experiences with the father himself. Okay. And he was able to speak about things that he knew because he went through them. He understood him because he understood his identity. Okay. So if you're looking at your life up to this point, okay, you and I have to realize you have two options. It's a yes or no. You do or you don't. You move or you don't move. You say or you don't say. You think or you don't think. It's really simple. You do two options. And there's a lot of people who have gotten to the conclusion that suicide is the only way out. That is only one option. You have two options. You can either commit suicide or you don't commit suicide. But I'm telling you, the more and more people that uh, lose their identity or should I say, don't don't see their identity, don't understand their identity, cannot accept their identity in God, the more people are going to lose themselves. Now, I'm not going to sit here and, and also lie that many Christians don't ever feel that way, that many Christians haven't committed suicide already, that, that many Christians are not depressed, that many Christians are not addicted to pornography, are not addicted to alcohol, are not addicted to weed, are not addicted. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat. We all got issues. We all got problems. That's not the point of this, this conversation. The point of this conversation is that even though we have problems, our first step is to admit it. Because once we admit it, then we understand why we did it in the first place. This is my personal opinion, ladies and gentlemen. In my personal opinion. Everybody got a reason why they're doing what they're doing. Come on now. Let's be real. Everybody has a reason of why they're doing what they're doing or did what they did. Okay? All right. So if you have a reason for you to do what you're doing continually or did what you did, then you got to understand it. You, you can't, you can't deny that you have reasons to overcome it. You know, it boggles my mind. How many people get to the point where, where I talk to them about an opportunity to being changed, an opportunity having a relationship with, with Christ, not just religion. Okay. Having a relationship with, the, with, with Christ himself, that they give me reasons of why they can't. And it took me so many years for me to understand that it's because they don't know their identity. Because if they knew what it meant to have a relationship with Christ, they would appreciate everything that they've gone through in in certain ways or one or or another. Okay. Or they would get to the point where they would realize, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Now, you've got certain situations where you got people that are reacting and acting out now of what has happened to them before by someone else's actions. I get it. I don't blame you. But when we get to the point where we act out, okay, negatively based upon what somebody else did to us physically, mentally, and verbally, then guess what? They win. They win. Because not only did they have you a victim, now they, 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 they changed your, your trajectory of your future, your destiny. So they made you with one action or for many years or one action of one time, they changed your trajectory of your purpose in your mind based upon what they did. So they went on and lived their lives and yet here you are living still in their shadow. Now, 
When you understand that you have an identity, you can actually say, you got me once, you did this, but you know what though? It molded me. With Christ and with the Holy Spirit and, and, and through God's eyes, I was able to be molded, okay, into who I am now. And I'm not only going to be satisfied with who I am now, I'm going to be satisfied when I become who I'm supposed to be. But I have to remember my identity, okay? So we can't sit here. Listen, we're all living in the same world. Do we have different problems? Yeah. Do we have different situations? Yes. Do we have different tribulations? Yes. Do we have different addictions? Of course. But we have the same God. The only issue is that your identity or lack thereof, okay, the understanding of your identity stops you from moving forward. It's like right now, uh, uh, when we talked about, when I talked about the, the barbering, I didn't know that I was going to be barber at 12 years old. I was literally like 24 when I decided to become a barber because it was in me. I said, man, how could I reach the community? I want to be able to know the community and be able to make them feel good and, and let them know that, you know what I mean? Everything's going to be all right. And how can I help? And this and that. And it was given to me. And I took a, and I took the advantage of that opportunity. Okay. It's just like those people that are athletes. Do we have big goals? Of course. Some of us do. Do we have do we have desires? Of course we do. The the issue that we're going to be having from this point on is the longer that we see the negativity in the media and social media outlets, okay? The more excuses and reasonings and justifications we're going to have to not live out our identity. Okay? And I'm and I'm being real honest with you. Okay? In this podcast, we're going to be talking about certain topics. And right now, the topic is you got the race riots right now or race hate. That's what I'm going to just call it. Um, You got uh, the coronavirus. You got the economy. You know, just people put their, their trust on the economy so much that once they get no money, they're going to start going nuts. They either they either start robbing people or 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 doing things to themselves just for them to get money, to get by. So, so the mind is going to go nuts when their trust in other things goes away. My question to you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, July 29th, 2020, is this. What are you going to do? I can even add on to that question. What have you been doing? Because if you've been losing yourself, it's only because you never understood or lost your identity. Because when you know who you are and you know whose you are, let me put it that way, you can walk across the waters and you're going to be okay. You can go through the fire and you're going to be okay. You can go through tribulations and you're going to be okay. And when people look back and say, holy smokes, how do you keep your head on straight when you lost your house, when your family almost got almost got destroyed, when your marriage almost got destroyed, when your um, health was literally taken away from you? How can you keep your head on high? And you can actually say, you know what? It wasn't easy, but I decided to remember my identity in Christ and remember who Christ is for me. And when you do that, you have the opportunity to be able to say, no matter what ends up happening, if Christ is before me, (laughs) who can be against me? Okay. So tonight, I want everybody to understand there's so many different things that you can do. And there's so many different excuses and justifications and reasons, okay, that you can hold on to something for you to keep doing what you're doing. 
But I truly believe, and it's because of my own experience, I truly believe that when you hold on to that identity, when you latch on to the identity and you don't let go, not just your identity in Christ, but who Christ is, who the Holy Spirit is, who God is, I'm telling you, you're still going to probably go through tribulations, okay, because the world ain't perfect. But you can look back and say, no matter what comes my way, I am going to stand because I know who I am and I know whose I am. So then the, the million dollar question would be, what are your excuses, reasoning and justifications of doing of not doing so? Shoot, maybe maybe you don't want to. Hey, that's that's your prerogative. You know, everybody's going to have to answer to God, including me. OK, maybe maybe you don't want to hear nothing about God. That's that's your choice, too. You know, maybe you want to spend more time, you know, on your on your career, on on your family and 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 on your sports and so on and so forth. Listen, that's your prerogative. I'm not taking that away from you and I will never take that away from you. But what I'm saying is that the longer that we put things in front of Christ, the longer those things will block us understanding who we are. And like I said, most importantly, whose we are. So your identity has a lot to do with you understanding, okay, who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, so that way you can understand who you are in them. Because until you do, <laughs> we, will, you, we will always, always, always continue to have reasons for us to be lost. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't want to keep being lost. I don't want to keep... Having all this hate and all this anger building up. I'm just tired of it. I know there's a lot of people that are going to be listening to this. Or some of you. You know, that, that are listening to this. And that are going to be listening to this. That, that are tired. But I'm telling you this. July 29, 2020. Halfway through this crazy year. If you take out time to realize and understand. And learn about your identity. It's the first step to change because God didn't make you by accident. God didn't make you and create you to fail. God created you to overcome. God created you to succeed. But we will never do that truly if we forget who we are and we forget who he is. God bless you. And until next week, try to do your best continually continually, step by step, to stay on point. God bless y'all. Tune in next week to Staying On Point with Joey. Enjoy the rest of the week, and God bless you all.